This podcast episode was recorded live by Oncology Data Advisor and Convey Med at the 2022 ASH Annual Meeting in New Orleans. Welcome to Oncology Data Advisor. Today I'm here with Kelsey Natsuhara, who is here to discuss her study that she's presenting here at ASH. Thank you for joining us. Thanks so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Yes. Um, So would you like to tell us about yourself and what you do? Sure. Um, I'm a first-year hematology and oncology fellow at UCSF, um, and I am interested in kind of health disparities research and health services research, and this was a project that I got involved in um, in residency, and I'm really excited to be presenting it at ASH. So I'd love to hear more about your study about uh, the significance of the p-value, um, relevance of urine studies in patients with myeloma. Would you like to tell us about this? Yeah, absolutely. So um, our study is looking at the relevance of 24-hour urine testing in myeloma response assessment prior to transplant. Um, this is a test that is really challenging and cumbersome for patients to collect. It requires them to collect their urine for 24 hours, so carrying a jug around them, storing it in their refrigerator next to their milk, their eggs, um, and collecting their urine for a full 24 hours. And this is done twice, typically, for patients with myeloma. They have to do it once at the time of diagnosis, and then again right before they get their stem cell transplant. Um, and that, in particular, is a time um, that's really full of other concurrent testing requirements. Um, and I think as as the field has progressed and as we've developed kind of new assays to look at um, response and to measure disease within multiple myeloma, particularly thinking about things like serum-free light chains, I think many in the field wonder whether or not 24-hour urine testing requirements are still necessary. Um, and in the real-world world setting, this test is often omitted, um, but it is still included in the International Myeloma Working Group criteria for response assessment. Um, and so our group really wanted to understand kind of the impact of urine testing and whether it actually made a difference in, in uh, response assessments for patients. Um, and so we looked at a cohort of patients from UCSF um, who were undergoing transplant uh, for myeloma between 2016 and 2019. We had 281 patients in our study, um, and we looked at their responses with and without urine, and so used traditional IMWG grading response criteria, and then what we call urine-free criteria, where we kind of systematically dropped the urine testing requirement to achieve any achieve any response depth. Um, and what we found is that only 4% of patients had their um, response assessment change, what we call kind of the reclassification rate. And we kind of set, um, hypothesized that this rate would change by no more than 10%, which we felt was kind of a clinically insignificant level. And so we were far under what we actually hypothesized. And I think it just goes to show that this is a test in oncology that is probably unnecessary. It's pretty burdensome for patients and it actually doesn't really impact uh, clinical outcomes. Great. Um, Thanks for sharing. Um, So do you have any uh, uh, further research for this? Yeah, you know, this was a small study, retrospective study that we did at UCSF in kind of our cohort, and we're really interested in expanding this type of research into larger groups and to validate it. And I think particularly the next step is looking at whether or not urine-free versus traditional IMWG response criteria performs better and is better predictive of kind of the biological response and looking at outcomes like progression-free survival. Um, And we just didn't have the power in our study to look at that that outcome given how few patients' uh, response assessments changed. And so that's where that um, what my kind of mentor, Dr. Rahul Banerjee, is working on um, in validating this work in a larger cohort. Great. Um, so anything else you'd like to share about either your research or about other, you know, interesting research you've seen presented here? Yeah, you know, I think that it's so important as the field progresses and we have all of these options for treatment and for testing to really be thoughtful about the way that it's implemented for patients and to really think about the burden that it places on patients' time and resources. And so I think this is just one example of a test that we do in medicine um, 
that may not impact outcomes. And I think is, is really important to think about quality of life and also to think about it in terms of access to care. I think a lot of patients um, not having a urine test can actually preclude them from participating in a research study or a clinical research trial. And I also think from like an equity standpoint, this is a much harder test for women to complete than for men. And so I think um, though small, I think it has the opportunity to have a big impact on kind of how we practice medicine. It's fantastic. Thanks so much for sharing. Yeah, of course. Thank you for listening to this podcast recorded live at the 2022 ASH annual meeting by Oncology Data Advisor and Convey Med. For more expert perspectives on the latest in cancer research and treatment, be sure to subscribe to the podcast at conveymed.io and oncdata.com. Don't forget to follow us on social media for news, exclusive interviews, and more. Thank you.